We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is Kits and Wagers. I'm Adam Zadroig, joined by Chris Owen to talk game week 14 in the Premier League. Chris, you spatchcock your turkey over the weekend. You had a successful Thanksgiving, and we're back with a ton of matches. You know, it's like we just got a holiday from, you probably got a few days off of work. I didn't really get any days off of work because, you know, of the Premier League and everything that's going on. But you probably got a couple days off of work. But now we're back. We got Champions League. We got weekend matches. Game week 15 starts Tuesday. So we're going to have to do a show Monday. There's just no breaks here. No breaks. Uh, even though you, you think you got a you got a nice little Thanksgiving break. But really, we're, we're just back in the real world right now. Yeah, Adam, good to be back. The problem with the days off is you're always trying to pack way more in on a day off than you, like, you know, you, you have a routine when you're... You, during your normal days of work where you're like, all right, wake up, go to work, you know, make some dinner after relax. When you got a day off, you're like, all right, I'm going to pack as much as the fun stuff into that day as I possibly can. And then by the time those days are over, you're like, Oh, I'm more exhausted than I would be normally. So that's kind of how I felt. Uh, ended, ended the long weekend with a Sounders loss to LAFC on Sunday night. So that uh, added a little bit of extra fatigue heading into Monday. Condolences. Yeah, yeah. So we're back. We got a you know big, big, big weekend. A bunch of fun matches uh, this weekend between lower tier sides. We've got City Tottenham. I think uh, Chelsea Brighton is a really interesting one. A couple other you know. And then we're gonna we're gonna get into Sheffield Burnley as well. But uh, very excited to talk this weekend. Uh, of course, we had European play the past few days with uh, Europe, European, uh, you know, Champions League, Europa League, all that good stuff. So, a uh, lot of teams in play. Uh, I haven't, you know, we'll go um, as we always do. You know, we'll get into the injury situation uh, if there's going to be any affecting the matches. But yeah, really excited to uh, to discuss it once more. And in the Spatchcock turkey on the smoker, ten out of ten. And I, and I don't even like turkey, so ten out of ten. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> As I, I mentioned to Adam pre-show, but turned it into a little, little uh, soup, you know, a little, um, little pasta kind of tetrazzini dish. So, big weekend in the kitchen. Big weekend in the kitchen. That's what we're here. Kitchen. We're uh, cooking up bats, baking yep, up yep. bats. 
that's what we do here, kits and wagers. Kitchens and wagers. I I, uh, I just pulled up the the stats for that Seattle Sounders match. I I bet it. I think I if I remember correctly, I took under two and a half goals and Seattle Sounders double chance. Uh, so it lost. But if you this comes to my corners bets and why I take corners, why I should have taken corners. They finished with 10 corners in that match. LAFC had two corners. They had three corners in the first half. LAFC had zero. So this is kind of like even like the Everton game against Manchester United. It's like, okay, this team's at home. You think they're they're probably going to have more of the ball, maybe more of the possession. Maybe maybe they're just not going to convert their chances. So maybe we're, we're going to take corners as like kind of a safety bet kind of thing. And that's that's kind of what happened there. Uh, Boanga, one of who's been, I don't know if he leads the league in goals, but he's up there in goals in MLS. He got a goal early and then Seattle just couldn't find that, that equalizer. Unfortunate for them, but we got premier league here. We're talking premier league. We're talking game week 14. Uh, we also got a bunch of other stuff on the site. As you can see, we got Bundesliga bets. We have a Bundesliga article written by our guy, Ethan Sexton. He's got, I think three bets in there for Bundesliga. If you're into Bundesliga betting, check that one out. We also got I go over did a video going over lineups, FPL rankings, fan tracks rankings, waiver wire pickups, all that good stuff. There's also another feature here. I'll be getting into it later. Just came out today, so I don't want to talk about too much here. So rotowire.com slash soccer trial to get all of that content, though some of it is free. And Premier League. So we got there's it's a busy week of of good matchups and we've talked a lot about Arsenal we've talked a lot about Manchester City talked a lot about Liverpool so we're throwing those teams to the side and we always like like talking about relegation battles and these two teams played each other a couple times last season that came up in the championship we got Burnley home against Sheffield United Burnley uh so I'm looking at these odds. I'm just trying to f- figure out what happened because when I pulled up these odds yesterday, Burnley were was like minus 105, but apparently they were according to the line movement on the site. It was minus 105 like a week ago. I could have sworn I looked yesterday and they were minus 105 to win this game. I don't know. Maybe it was just like a weird, weird number I was looking at. Either way, currently we're at Burnley minus 120 to win. Sheffield United plus 340. The draw is plus 270. Over two and a half goals, minus 105. Under two and a half goals, minus 120. I don't think there's any really relevant injury news. What Sheffield United got back, Ali McBurney last week. And he did. Did he score? He got he a did. goal. I think he scored the, did he score the late one The to make yeah. it 3-1 yeah. so I lost my bet? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. The last, our last two shows, I think it was uh, you call or we've mentioned something about McBurney on Twitter, Neil Malpe on Twitter. Yeah. Both those guys, both those guys scored, and you're kind of ripping on uh, the Twitter theory of those guys. Those guys yes. get a shout by the Twitter ad. The like Twitter that. theory. <laughs> Is that Twitter theory? <laughs> Adam saw a tweet from the club promoting one of their players and, <laughs> and then it's like we got it you know anytime goal scored out so let's rip that well that's like the twitter <laughs> admin he's watching training he's like oh let's get a picture of this guy he's been yeah. he's looked awesome he's he's hitting goals in training so he's gonna hit one in the game so he's posting pictures of the guys that's that's okay. how it works right yeah no I, you're yeah absolutely i mean I'm, I'm hoping that you have one of the, the twitter three picks here ready to go this week because we got to keep the streak going <laughs> 
I don't know if I do, but Burnley <laughs> minus 120. Both these teams, you know, bottom of the table here. And the interesting thing when I looked at last season, uh, Sheffield United actually had the edge a little bit through their two matches, which kind of surprised me because Burnley, I don't know, I can't remember exactly how much they won the league by, but I feel like it was 10 plus points they won champion the championship by. But they lost 5-2 at Sheffield United, and the one before that, they won 2-0, but they also, uh, Sheffield United got a red card in the 17th minute. So Burnley still only managed 2-0 with goals in the 60th and 70th. So that kind of leads me to believe that, you know, Sheffield United played them pretty well, even down a man. Uh, So are you taking anything into those games coming here? Because it is the same managers, a lot of the same players. Uh, Advantage Burnley or advantage Sheffield United? I'm so glad we're talking about this match. It is, it is like you know you gotta really love the league, I think, to to love this game. Um, I, you were right though. Burnley won by ten by ten points last year in the championship, uh, 101 points. Sheffield United had 91, so a pretty large advantage. Sheffield United, as you mentioned, uh, performed well against them. For this particular matchup, it's like something has to give. Burnley. Oh, and, you know, they haven't taken a point at home. They've lost every single, all seven matches at, at home. Meanwhile, Sheffield United, equally bad away from home. They have, uh, I think they've taken up one single point away from home. Uh, yeah, they, t- they have a draw. They have five losses. They've scored four goals away from home and conceded 15. Uh, for for Burnley, it's, it's as ugly at home where they've scored four uh, five goals and conceded 20. So you look at the goals again, like neither team has been able to score, but they're giving up a ton of goals. So is it like, is it going to be a ton of goals? Is it going to be no goals at all? Uh, and so for me, that's, I, I think it's going to be, uh, I think we're going to get the over goals. Like Burnley hasn't been able to stop a nosebleed at home, 20 goals at on your own turf. That's not good. Not, not good at all. Uh, so I'm taking the over two and a half at minus 120. Uh, no, you're taking both teams to score. Okay. Okay. Good clarification. Adam and I sent our bets in early. Little confusion around around our slacks back and forth. My second, one of our bets might be over. One of our bets <laughs> might be both teams to score. So uh, clear lines of communication were missed. Um, and perhaps it was probably on my part there. But I'm taking both teams to score. <laughs> Here, which is essentially you know which is it's as good as same a, it's about the same thing uh so we're, we're pretty lockstep which i love you know the person i love is especially if it hits but i'm on both teams to score at minus 125 i mentioned the goals against you know neither team it's not like Bur- burnley can play an attacking style and it's not like sheffield's great defensively i i, I feel like we're gonna get some goals out of this and obviously you feel pretty similarly yeah, last season's results kind of threw me off. Uh, in terms of the bets, uh, I wrote down my, I put all my bets down. I think it was this morning at some point. And Chris just sent me sent me his before the show. The first two of the games we're talking about, we had the same bets. So great minds think alike. Slash, our minds are, are melding together. The more group we think. do this show, yeah, group think a little bit here. So, uh, but we did change we did change them so we aren't giving out the same bets. But as I was saying, last season's results kind of threw me off. I, I kind of I was going to go into this one thinking, okay, Burnley are at home, and this is considered you know one of the easiest matchups of the season. They like to possess the ball more. I was going to be heavier on them. Then I'm looking at these matchups, and 
you know, I, I, I have often said this season, okay, Burnley probably have a worse team than they did last season. While Sheffield United, uh, they lost in Daye. Uh, I think they're probably at about the same level. It's most mostly the same guys for Sheffield United, whereas Burnley lost their leading goal scorer in Nathan Tella, who was playing on loan. So I, I looked at this game at Sheffield United. I know it was at Sheffield United, but they, they gave up 28 shots. They gave up five goals, 4.41 expected goals. And these teams are playing based the same managers. They're playing the same formations that they've been playing this season. So that's just like a worrying number. If I was going to come in and take Burnley to win here, given yeah. how they've played, I don't really care how Sheffield United played the season because it's not like Burnley have played well either. So instead uh, Chris did mention the over two and a half goals. I actually found a different route uh, because Burnley are at home. Instead of taking either side to win here, I wanted to get a few more uh, dollars in your pocket. So I got a single game parlay with Burnley double chance and over two and a half goals at plus 125. So it, it, at over two and a half goals, I think what we say minus one, 105. So it's just another whatever you want to call it. Few more dollars. Uh, yeah, it's minus 105 is the over two and a half goals. So as long as you're not worried about Sheffield United win this match away from home, um, I, I I think the Burnley double chance here just adding a little more to it. And if you want to, if you just want to back what happened last season, what what kind of what I was just saying, maybe you go Sheffield United double chance with over two and a half goals. That one seems a little riskier, and it is. That one's probably I didn't put it in, but that one's probably over plus 200 because. Because Burnley are minus one twenty to win, uh, so do you? Who who has the edge here? I mean, I know Burnley are minus one twenty, but it, it's not like either team is playing well. So I'm not sure what those odds are based on. Are they based on you know preseason hype of Burnley being being thought to be a top half team almost, or is it? Uh, I, I don't know what it's based on because neither one of these teams is playing well. It's it's kind of baffling because. Yes, Burnley was a better team last year, but by no means are they. I mean, what is it? They, a point separates them in the, in the table? Yeah, they're, uh, they're down there. Yeah, yeah, a point. They're on four. I mean, Burnley's on four points. Sheffield United's on five. Both, you know, Burnley has not won at home. Sheffield United has not won away. They're both giving up a ton of goals. They both can't score. Like, why is Burnley favored i mean it's just it is playing at home but like i it doesn't make it, it could e- easily be like a plus like 130 or plus 140 and i feel like that would make a little bit more sense than than what it's at yeah yeah just i don't know i don't know who would who wants to take that number i guess you're also throwing in what sheffield united just had the they were at home against bournemouth and looked very pretty, bad pretty brutal it, yeah, they were down three nil, and as as Chris knows well, the the McBurney, I think it was a stoppage time goal last last few seconds it was, there. It was. Um, so you you throw that in there, but it's not like Burnley are are getting results either. So kind of strange that it's minus one twenty, but either way, that's where we're at with that. Next game we're talking about, biggest game we're talking about probably in terms of in terms of the standings at least. Uh, we have Newcastle, our home against Manchester United. Newcastle are minus 105 to win Manchester United, plus 285. You get the draw at plus 275. Over two and a half goals is minus 140. Under two and a half goals is plus 110. Newcastle, 
I don't know if I want to say bounce back spot here after what happened in Champions League, but they kind of got screwed out of a handball and Mbappe had a PK to take away three points from Newcastle, a a valuable three points it would have been uh, to get their advancement there in Champions League. But Newcastle's coming off of that. Manchester United, they're coming off a wild match against Galatasaray. It was played on a wet pitch. Uh, Hoyland returned from his injury in that one. They went up 2-0, and then it was 2-1, and then 3-1, and then I think it got to 3-3, if I remember correctly. Uh, Chelsea's, uh, everyone's favorite Chelsea player, Akeem Ziyech, was was kind of the, the difference maker there for Galatasaray. But both teams coming off disappointing results midweek here, but Newcastle at home. So last week, Chris, uh, we didn't we didn't talk about it. It was in my article. I, I took under two and a half goals between Newcastle and Chelsea. And after the match, I was like, well, Newcastle at home. Why, why didn't I just say, uh, you know, I don't care about some of these injuries. I'm just going to take them on the money line. And uh, I, I guess I'll lead it to you here because you're, you're kind of, we're, we're kind of in, uh, again, we had the same bets for this one. Um, and your backup bet was with the bet I, the bet I took last week for Newcastle Chelsea. So, uh, how do you think this one's going to go? Am I going to go two for two and in, in saying the wrong bet that, that we both had? I took, uh, I took Newcastle money line here. Just to get that out of the way, is that the right bet? No, I'm on the under. Okay, yeah, I write, I write, <laughs> I write a, a variety of bets when we, when we, and then I send them, send my top one to Adam, and then you know if I got a backup bet that we, then we turn to that. But uh, yeah, the boys are lack of communication. Maybe we're unorganized. I, it's definitely on my my end here, not Adam's. But uh, I'm on the under the two and a half, and Adam is probably on a money line bet, but. Like looking back to last season here, I mean, earlier this season played they played in the League Cup, which I I consider to be it's just like a different competition. You know, it's tough to take you can take those results and you know think about them in that with that lens. But I always just try to kind of like think about the Premier League results. So last year, uh, the same the same fixture they played in April. It was two nil. Uh, they also played in October. That was at uh, Old Trafford. That was 0-0 the year before. It was 1-1 in the same fixture. So a lot of some low-scoring affairs. The one at Old Trafford, though, in 2021 was 4-1. So a little bit more goals there. But I think just the way that we see Newcastle play, I think they've won, is it five straight at home now? Where they've been really good. The only game they've lost this season was that was that game where they were up a, up a man on Liverpool and, and they and Liverpool just came back. Um, otherwise, aside from that, it's been they've been super strong at home. I think, and then you look at their their home defense record as well, and they've given up the second most amount of goals at home, tied with Manchester City, just below Liverpool. Liverpool, uh, Newcastle's given up four along with City, and Liverpool's given up two. So the teams that you expect to see really strong defensively at home, and Newcastle's it. United has their own issues, and most of them are defensive, I feel like. But I, I think that they are going to have a tough time, even despite all you know some of the injuries that are facing Newcastle. They still have a really strong system. They still have some of the players that matter back there, and it's not like it's been a huge step down in terms of quality for uh, you know like Jamal Lascelles is still pretty solid. They got a Fabian Share back there. Trippier is still back there. Lewis Hall at left back. It's it's not like it's a huge step down from I believe it's is it Botman who's normally in the starting eleven there. Yeah. 
Um, they're missing Dan Byrne, who would typically start there. So like that's they still have some quality in there and to stay organized. And I don't I don't think anyone's like I'm I deeply fear the Manchester United attack. So I, I like I really, really feel pretty strongly about the under here. It's minus one oh five, by the way. Yes, minus one oh five on the under two and a half goals. I I would have that would have been my bet, but because it just it just got me last week against Chelsea. I, I did not take it off that precedent. So in that game against Chelsea, Chelsea managed seven shots. Newcastle managed 14 shots. And the worry the worry you have with these Newcastle home matches, and I think we saw it in the, the game against Sheffield United, I, I want to say I had a yeah, – this was a couple months ago. I want to say I had like under – three and a half goals or something single game parlay with Newcastle money line and whatever they had five goals in the first half or they finished with eight. So yeah. just the worry with these Newcastle home matches, it, it just seems like they can score in bunches and against everyone basically. Um, so that is, that is the worry with that. And, but I do agree with it. Like they allowed seven shots against Chelsea and I think that, you know, this Manchester United team, it's not like they're playing great offensively. I know they have – what is the record? They've won five straight league matches, something like that. They're, I think Eric Ten Hag's up for manager of the month kind of a thing. It's like, yeah. well, okay. Um, I mean, but that's not that's not because they're, they're scoring a ton of goals or anything. Like they played – they had a game against Everton where Everton – where I guess Garnacho had one of the goals of the season. And then that game kind of got off the rails a little bit, you know, one nil against Luton town, one nil against Fulham kind of a thing where they scored late. It's not like they're playing that well. So I think this is, I don't know if you, you probably can't make this bet anywhere, but if you can bet like Manchester United under shots, I would take that. Like, I think it's in range that Manchester United don't get more than 10 shots. Um, so uh, that's kind of why I would agree with this under two and a half goals. But instead, I am going with Newcastle money line at minus one hundred five. Uh, simple as they're at home; they've been awesome at home. And while they have a ton of injuries, they still have a solid first starting eleven here. Lewis Miley, eighteen year old, has come in and it hasn't really made a difference for them. Uh, Alexander Isak is back from his injury; he started the last couple matches. Uh, if you remember correctly. He was the main absence in the, the match at Bournemouth before the break where they lost 2-0. They just couldn't really get anything back, couldn't really get anything working. Isak's back. Their offense looks better. He scored a pretty nice goal against PSG. So now that Isak's back, they're at home. I'll take them on the money line at one, minus 105. So uh, what do you think? Maybe just a single-game parlay. Newcastle money line under two and a half goals. I think, I would, I think that would be a good bet. It, maybe maybe. Maybe make it safer and do uh, just like, I don't know, Newcastle double chance under yeah. three and a half goals. Just yeah. if you want like a really safe bet. Yeah. I was just going to say anytime you're, anytime you're trying to add, make the numbers make sense on the, on the parlay, but still do something and say, if that's a good one to check out. Those odds are minus 125. So it's not terrible. Yeah. So, And it's tough to see a, a game where United goes into St. James Park and pulls out a you know, a win three points. Yeah. Yeah. If that does happen, it would be one nil. That's, that's just how they're playing. Like the one nil against Fulham, one nil against Luton town kind of thing. So yeah. uh, either way, the under, I like the under and I do like Newcastle money line as well. Next game we got, this one is on Sunday. We got, I think it's five games Saturday, five games Sunday. So nice, 
nice even split for the weekend. Um, we're talking West Ham, our home against Crystal Palace. And this one is interesting. Uh, West Ham are plus 100 to win. Those odds haven't changed, really. Crystal Palace are plus 280. The draw is plus 255. And not going to be expecting too many goals here, but over two and a half goals goals is plus 100. 100. Under two and a half goals is minus 120. And I just pulled up West Ham just played today. They won 1-0 against... Baka Tapala, I guess I don't even know. They're they're Serbian club, so West Ham are playing in Serbia, uh, where Tom, Tomas Suchek scored for this fit, his fifth straight competitive match. Uh, something I don't think I've ever thought I'd say. But the big news for Crystal Palace, I guess West Ham also has some big news. So we don't know the status of, status of Jared Bowen. He didn't travel for this game in Serbia. He missed the game last week. But I have seen reports where his knee injury isn't overly serious, and there is a chance he could be ready for this. If he's not ready, Danny Ng started in the last game for them at Burnley. Uh, so something to keep an eye on there. But Abrecha Easy will be out for Crystal Palace. The good news for Crystal Palace is that Michael Elise came back. He went 90-plus minutes in his first match of the season, which was pretty incredible after five months out with a hamstring injury. So that's the big news for each of these teams. West Ham are at home. What do you think? West Ham plus 100. Does the absence, possible absence of Bowen take you away from maybe thinking West Ham win or you think it doesn't matter too much? You just like maybe West Ham to win no matter what. Yeah, two two things here. A Bowen absence would probably make me move off my money line bet that I'm on. And then the other part of that is that, um, you know, the absence of Eze here for Palace is a huge absence. Like, let's not get it twisted. He's probably there. If it's not Elise, he, he's probably their best player, I'd say. So that's a huge absence. And that's kind of why I'm like, yeah, West Ham at home, money line. I think it's, what did I see at a plus 100? Uh, yeah, plus 100. That That's kind of where I'm at. I think they're, they're pretty strong at home. But yeah, Jared Bowen misses out. It probably moves me to a different bet. I will say that. But yeah, back to Elise, though. I think he played prior to the international break. He subbed on for about 10 minutes and then he got, uh, you know, two, two full weeks of training most likely. And then he comes back at 90 minutes, absolutely lights it up last weekend. The goal that he scored was if it, if it wasn't Garnacho's goal against Everton, it had to be that goal for the best goal of the weekend. It was, it was electric. He just like takes the ball down the right wing, drills past a couple guys, curls it in from the corner of the 18. Essentially it was, it was disgusting. But yeah, he's a really so. Anyways, all in all, yes, I'm on West Ham at home, uh, plus 100. I I like them on a money line bet. I this is my second money line bet of the of the <laughs> of today's show, but I think it's it's that's just how that's the best way to go. They are, they've won three at home. They've Technically, drawn, it's your first. Oh right. <laughs> <laughs> my brain is absolutely fried right now. Uh, yeah, technically it's my first, but. <laughs> It's, it's my fourth one I thought about for the day. So, yeah, they're at home. They've won three. They've drawn one. They've, they've lost two. So, Do you have a backup a, bet in case in case Bowen doesn't start? It, you, you said you may. I got a backup bet after you, after you okay. give your bet. I don't want to jump on here. Sure, yeah, so sure thing. I'm going to hit. So I'm going to hit one of these bets at some point this season against West Ham. I took – I had Burnley last week race to five corners against West Ham. Burnley were at home watching the corners throughout the entire match. 
Burnley were up on corners the entire time. They scored a 60-something minute. They were up 4-2 in corners. So Burnley up 1-0. West Ham, the final 30 minutes, they got a push. Turns out Burnley don't get another corner. Turns out West Ham finished with five corners. Burnley finished with four corners. I think I've done it before the season in a race to five corners against West Ham. I'm going to hit one of these. It's going to happen at some point. And why not today? Why not? Why not in this match? Why not in Sunday's match? Crystal Palace race to five corners plus 255. This is just simply a simple bet on West Ham, a team that doesn't like to possess the ball and a team that's just not going to rack up a ton of corners early in the match because they're not going to be in the attacking third that much because this is a team that likes to play off the counter. You throw Jared Bowen out, possibly being out, maybe not being 100% healthy. That's not going to help with with getting corners either. Then you throw in Michael Elise. I know Eze is out, but Michael Elise. I, I came on to a random stat in our FPL cheat sheet, rotowire.com slash soccer trial. Michael Elise, after, after I guess, his two matches and his one start, he he's uh, drawing, I think it's the most, or he's winning the most corners per 90 minutes of ever play, any player in the league. Kind of a random stat, probably doesn't mean anything. Um, I think he, he's won three-plus corners or something per 90 minutes, whatever that stat is. But either way, I just think you're getting good value here with Crystal Palace race to five corners plus 255. I think this should be... I think these teams should be level in terms of getting corners and we're getting plus 255 on it. Uh, I got screwed last week out of my Burnley pick. So I'm going to go back to it. I know I, I I didn't go back with my, with my under two and a half with the Newcastle match. I'm going back to this one because I don't, I don't have faith in West Ham corners. They're just in Serbia. They're going to be tired. Crystal palace, Roy Hodgson bounce back plus 255. We're getting some money. Let's do it. Chris plus 255. You'd love to see it. Big time bad here, but I, I, you know, makes sense. It's, I think that I think this podcast in particular is a big Michael Elise fan. Like, just I think everyone is. Just stud, yeah. I mean, you look back at, at, you know, some of their and for a backup bet here, since we, since I should probably give one given the Bowen thing, the over two and a half is like I would smash that a little bit. I mean, as a being gone is a little concerning. Bowen perhaps gone. A little concerning there, but you look at their all right. So last season, four three at Selhurst Park, Crystal Palace won that. At uh, West Ham, Palace won that one two one. The year before, it was West Ham at Selhurst Park three two, two two draw at West Ham, and then even the season before three two. Like they're just racking up goals in, the, in these matchups, and it's not like I mean they have some some solid players. But like last year, it's like Ayu Zaha Schloop as a you know, Elise, like all over the place. So a lot of, uh, a lot of goals. Uh, I will say, I don't know if I've even bet over-unders on, on Crystal Palace this season. I personally would stay away from betting Roy Hodgson over-unders because there are, there are games, maybe one every three, one every four games where this Roy Hodgson team just like turns the match into, into dirt and nothing happens. It's just like, extremely defensive both teams struggle to, to reach 10 shots kind of a thing and then you have these other games that pop off like nothing they they had the three two game against wolves and i think we even talked about maybe we talked about the crystal palace everton game at maybe one of us took under two and a half or something in that game that one finished three two so 
that's one thing I'll say about Roy Hodgson games is I try try to stay away from goals because you don't know when he's going to decide that he just wants to make things really ugly. So yeah. that's my you word. Get, you get a Michael Elise goal at a plus five fifty anytime goal scoring nuts. Take it, Michael Elise plus five fifty. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We got the team parlay here. So the team parlay is probably the most successful thing on our show right now because I think we've hit two straight. It's only been two straight. Something like that. I think I've hit four in a row, four of my last five, something like that. You've hit your last two at least because we've hit our, hit our last two. But we're getting there in terms of we're getting there in terms of money on the team parlay. Um, I'm five seven and one, and you're five and eight. Looking at the records, and those records were pretty bad early on. So good to see that we're getting back here. So you're talking about Aston Villa, who played today. They got, I think they won two one today. Uh, they were at home, so no extra traveling for them. They're at Bournemouth. Bournemouth, who had the the win against Sheffield United in their last match, but. What do you think about this one? Aston Villa at Bournemouth. Yeah, so Bournemouth, or sorry, Aston Villa with a very impressive win. Um, They've been, they went in, I mean, Tottenham side certainly dealing with some injuries, but they went into Tottenham Stadium last last weekend and came away with a 2-1 win. Pretty convincing stuff. Uh, Prior to that, they they had been at home in the Europa League. They've been good too. They won at home today against Legia Warsaw. And then their previous match, so they've it's it's been interesting. I just like the momentum they have going. I think are they in fourth place right now, or crawling up to crawling up the, the table there? So they're crawling fourth. They're above yeah. Tottenham now. Yeah, so a huge win for them last weekend. They show that they can win on the road. They've been, if not the, I mean, this game is on the road, but at home they've been one of the best teams there. Uh, I think they kind of you know took the lid off the can per se, and they can you know, continue that this run of run of form away from home. I like, I just, I think, you know, the plus 100, I, I was surprised to see that given their plan at Bournemouth, uh, Bournemouth, you know, decent at home for sure. But, uh, you know, they had beaten Newcastle previously and Burnley uh, 2-1 and 2-0. But prior to that, they had lost at home 2-1. Um, they got smoked by Arsenal 4-0. They lost, even before that, it was 0-0 to Chelsea. So it's it's been a bit of a mixed bag for them at home. I think that lends to a hand to a team that's very much in form in Aston Villa and can win away from home. I like the plus 100 for the parlay. It certainly helps boost those numbers. Not sure what you've got, but uh, I think we go for a third straight here. 
So you said Aston Villa are fourth in the table. They are tied on points with your Liverpool team. And conveniently, I have a Liverpool bet here. So you've given something similar. I know we've talked about Liverpool and clean sheets and playing at home. They've been awesome at home this season. So they're minus 390 to win. And instead of obviously taking minus 390 to win, I got Liverpool money line. This is this is a single game parlay, so I guess it's what DraftKings will call it, an SGPX. So we, I have a single game parlay, and then you're also parlaying that with Chris's Aston Villa to win uh, at plus 100. So the single game parlay is Liverpool money line, no on both teams to score is plus 115. That's just okay. Liverpool win to nil, win with a clean sheet, and plus 115. So Liverpool have just been awesome this season at home. They've allowed 11 goals in total which is, I think, the second best mark in the league. Arsenal are currently top with 10 goals allowed. But Liverpool have allowed just 11 goals. They're getting healthier uh, outside of Andrew Robertson, I guess. But uh, I think they had another clean sheet today, 4-0, I want to see, in in Europa League. Another home clean sheet. They're, they're They're just playing well at home. And Fulham, I guess I should mention Fulham here. So Fulham... I know they've so scored some goals in recent games, but just really, really hasn't been there consistently. Raul Jimenez scored a random goal, I think, a couple games ago. I, I still don't think they've, they've actually figured things out. They had they won 3-2 against Wolverhampton on Monday, and two of their goals came from PKs. One was a que- – maybe both were questionable PKs. One was definitely getting roasted uh, throughout Twitter. So – the SGP single game parlay Liverpool money line with no one both teams to score at plus one fifteen. You're parlaying that with Aston Villa to win at plus one hundred. We're getting plus three thirty odds to win. And Chris, if this hits, guess what? The team parlay is going to be up six bucks. That would be so amazing. We've we've been battling. We've absolutely been battling. The you know start of the season out. Ice cold, I'll say it, I'll say it. I think we missed like the first five. Yeah, and now we've been, you know, we've been a little hitter. We've been hot the last couple of weeks. We, we're kind of pulling it together, and it would be really big for, for us if we could, uh, you know, pass up on that, get get a get some couple bucks in our back pocket now. couple bucks in the back pocket. Uh, we know Liverpool is going to win, right? We know Liverpool is, is going to win. We just got to rely on <laughs> – I'll put that juju out here. <laughs> <laughs> we just got to rely on Aston Villa here, uh, I, I guess, technically. And we have to rely on Raul Jimenez to not score uh, yeah. is what, we're, is what yeah. we're banking on here. One one other note is that you mentioned that there's five games on Saturday. Five Sun, games on yeah. Sunday. And last week we had the, the City-Liverpool game at, at uh, 1230 GMT and 430 out here on the West Coast. Why could we not move that game? I mean, back to like the format that they have this weekend, but we have this weekend where we're like, all right, we don't need to put, you know, they're like, no, we we need um no one's in there, Sheffield United in that in that main slate on Saturday instead of like putting that that absolute battle and do like the the twelve thirty local game. I don't I don't get it. I, there's something I don't know. I, I think, but I don't understand that completely. Yeah, it's got to be some kind of something related to TV rights, something yeah. related to that. Where there were there some weeks they're obligated to put a put a game in that slot, I guess, and this yeah. week they're they're not something like that. I don't know. Yeah, it is it is kind of weird that 
sometimes it's okay. There's these three slots. This Newcastle Manchester United one is is going to be actually. I, I might even like this Newcastle money line even more here, as it's uh, what is this nine? I think it's nine p.m. Uh, local time for that game, so it's going to be rowdy there at St. James's Park. That's uh, going to be a fun one uh, between Newcastle and Manchester United. But uh, I'm just looking at the schedule here at rotowire.com slash soccer trial. Uh, checking out the odds. Liverpool are the biggest favorite, and they have the highest implied goal total at 2.44. Uh, anytime goal score odds, Erling Holland is still minus 200. But actually, I mentioned schedule, so I'm just going to get this out of the way here. Um, we just got a new feature up on the site. And let me pull it up here. It just came out today. Uh, did not have this ready, but check this out, Chris. We have, we have, uh, this is the next 10 game weeks and opponents are ranked. You can rank opponents by their overall season ranking in the table, their last six matches, how many goals they've allowed, how many goals they've scored. You can rank them by each. We got these for all the leagues we cover. And then we also have like the simple, not really a high tech algorithm, but just, just given points. So there's all these colors here that you can see in the legend. Uh, so dark green means easy matches. Dark red means difficult matches. So we're assigning points, zero points for these dark red, uh, five points for the dark green. And if you look at this, uh, if you play FPL or any kind of fantasy, yeah. Burnley have the most favorable schedule over the next five game weeks. So just a nice little tool that we just, we just put up today. So I'm showing this to the, to the public for the first time here. So Chris, check this one out. Manchester city have the uh, most difficult schedule, but they also have the, uh, in game week 18, uh, they had that match postponed against Brentford because I believe it's something to do with the club world cup going on. Um, but what do you think, Chris? That's really cool. Super good feature for FPL and or fan tracks. Because like you're always like, all right, I'm gonna pick up this defender who's gonna, you know, for instance, like I probably wouldn't pick up a Burnley defender, but you might pick up a Wolver- like after this week, you might go in and try to pick up like uh, a Wolverhampton uh, defender because they have a, a couple good matchups after that. So yeah, yeah, I just cool. click, I clicked on defense, so so defense, the most favorable matchups for these teams defensively. So this would be. Liverpool defensively, look at this, Fulham, Sheffield United, Crystal Palace. That's that's why they're they're top of the list here of most favorable matchups for defenders, for defenses in the next five game weeks. So Very just cool. a pretty cool thing here. Yeah. Burnley, not as high up on this one. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. But, I mean, it depends if you're in draft or if you're in like proper F- FPL, but mm-hmm. – you know, so a lot of those defenders might not be available, but you can find value on some of those teams that have, if you're in a draft concept that were there yeah. cheaper too. So yeah, really, really, really cool feature. Yeah. It's, it's, it's currently free, but uh, maybe it won't be, maybe it won't be at some point, but either way, rotowire.com slash soccer trial, Chris, we got no Thanksgiving to talk about. We, we just need, we actually just need a break. We need to get these matches over with so we can come back Monday and, and talk about some more games, but we're going to be back on Monday talking about game week 15. Good luck on your bets, Chris. Enjoy the weekend, get some rest. I'll try and get some rest. So I'm ready on Monday to, <laughs> to, to turn over this league into game week 15, but we'll be back at some point. Thank you for watching. Make sure to give a thumbs up on our YouTube video or like our podcast as well. You can find Chris at CHRO8 on Twitter. I am at Rotos Thank you, Chris. We'll see everyone later. Good luck on your bets. Yeah.